Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Joining us on the line, Janine Sachs, registered dietitian. We're going to be looking at why you shouldn't overeat after breaking a fast. Janine, very good afternoon to you. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. Janine, great to have you on board. So, okay, why you shouldn't overeat after breaking a fast. So what what does happen when you eat too much after fasting? So I think the main thing is while you're fasting, your body's without food, without water. And if you go extreme on anything, you're going to overdo it. And so your body's going to overcompensate and overreact. Mm -hmm. So the best thing to do is just take it slow. Right. Um, As as humans, we can survive a little bit without food. We can't without hydration. So I'd recommend that somebody just rehydrate slowly. And at the Mm -hmm. same time, if you go and you flood your body with liquids, you're going to overwhelm the whole kidney system or sure. whichever organs related to the, the intake of what you're having. Janine, just out of interest, uh, you can encounter different fasts, different uh, fast durations, you could say. So we're emerging, we're going to come out of the Tammuz fast, Tammuz fast very soon. And also there'll be other fasts which are, which are, which include many days, for example. So, um, what liquids are, or foods would you recommend uh, to which would suit such uh, emergence from such fasts and uh, time frames? What would you suggest? Main liquid is water. Or um, in South Africa, with our cold weather, you could mm. always have rooibos tea right. as a little alternative. But to go into any other fast, today was a shorter fast. Yes. And coming up with there's going to be a longer one, which requires more preparation. So as one is to make sure you're getting the correct goods in, but also to start cutting back, especially with the 24-hour fast coming up. Right. Start cutting, cutting back on foods that dehydrate you, which specifically is coffee overloaded with caffeine. Mm-hmm. Too much tea can add up um, to a lot of caffeine. But if you ask someone who consumes a lot of high-caffeine drinks, right. and then ask some cold drinks that are high-caffeine as well, then just start cutting back slowly. In fact, you mm-hmm. can use the three weeks now leading up to the big fast to do that mm-hmm. and work on increasing water or rooibos tea. Janine, you mentioned a rooibos tea. Why rooibos tea? Rooibos tea is naturally decaf. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't dehydrate. It helps hydrate. It's like water. Okay. And as I said, with our cold days up ahead, at least it's a warm drink. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a nice alternative. And um, water you could have hot and cold as well. It doesn't really right. matter. Right. Okay, so let's take uh, today as an example. Um, so exactly what foods, how would you exactly phase out of, of uh, the fast itself? What foods in particular are we looking at? For pre-fast or after the fast? After the fast. Sorry, pro, uh, fast. Yeah, post-fast. Okay. <laughs> so post-fast, I'd say the idea is that you want to give your, your sugar levels a bit of a pickup. You mm-hmm. can, if you've been fasting all day, your sugars are low. Right. And so a little something to pick you up. Either it can be in the form of a drink, um, something like a apple-based drink is um, slow release, so the sugars don't give you a rush of sugar, but it will slowly um, get your sugar levels up. And I'll just follow that with a nice balanced meal. You don't have to go huge in any food group or any specific group, but I'd give yourself a good balance. Um, and in fact, something like soup is even a good idea because it's again fluid. And vegetables, I take it. Vegetables too. Yeah. Which vegetables in, in particular and which fruits? 
You don't have to be any in particular. The okay. more of the water-based green vegetables will help with your hydration and, and to fill you because you've got this um, mental idea that you're very, very hungry. So if you want to fill your plate, um, putting the vegetables there will help. Um, but then also your root-based vegetables like mm. um, your pumpkins and butternuts and potatoes will help fill your stomach. Janine, so okay, um, what would you, what do you, what would you say to all the listeners, uh, emerging from fast? Are there any particular points which you'd really like to emphasize regarding, you know, uh, emerging from a fast? That's post fasting. Let me get that right. And, uh, you know, what to really guard against. Well, something that you are particularly concerned about that, you know, could be detrimental to people's health. Uh, I know you've gone through them. Um, you've outlined a number of things here, but is there anything else you'd like to point out at this stage? I would say don't overdo the sugars, um, so you don't have to go into like a feast of cakes and chocolates mm. and sweets. As I said, just a little bit on that phone, just to give yourself a bit of a pickup and rather follow it up with a balanced meal. And don't feel like you have to play catch up. If sure. you get well hydrated um, and you have dinner, you don't have to eat the breakfast that you missed and the lunch that mm. you missed. And um, tomorrow, if you do find that you're a little bit hungry, rather be aware and have more of good food. Um, then ignore it and rather have junk. So I'd say just get yourself back into a normal, healthy um, eating pattern. Indeed. Janine, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon and just uh, ensuring everybody out there exactly how they should uh, emerge. I keep using that word from a fast and uh, be mindful of what to eat and what liquids to take in. Perhaps you've got something to add to that. Maybe you can contribute to that uh, discussion uh, when you emerge from fast. What uh, foods should we be mindful of? What liquids we should be aware of? And uh, exactly how we should take them in as we come out of a fast. I look forward to your responses on that. Janine, Sachs, registered dietitian. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon.